This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Welcome to Thursday's solo episode. I didn't know if I was going to record this, but I feel okay because I've been distracted with getting work done. Um, I had to shoot content this morning and I was like, of course my face is puffy from crying. It's just not the best. But anyways, I made it through and I brightened up the images and we should be okay. Things I'm going to talk about today, Vanderpump, obviously, um, my birthday, which was yesterday. I'm recording this on Wednesday. Sugar bugs and what those are and how they have changed the the course of the drama that is trying to get Milo to brush his teeth. We booked a trip, a family, our second family trip. And I kind of want to talk about that because I'm super excited about it. And then I will uh, fill you in on what's going on with Muffin and our plans and like just what we've been going through. So first off, Vanderpump. I was shocked. I put the poll up on Instagram to see, you know, which of my followers, like how many people, because when I start, when I talk about Vanderpump, I just assume that everybody is very well versed in the show and the entire, you know, nine season history of Vanderpump Rules. But I was shocked. So many of you don't watch it, which makes me sad for you. And I was texting with Kathy this morning and I was like, oh, like the Vanderpump drama crazy. She's like, I don't know who any of these people are, but it's all over my Instagram. And now I'm kind of curious. And I was like, I'm so jealous for people who have never watched it because this is your opportunity to go back to the very beginning, season one, episode one, and start the whole series with like never having seen it before. You will be the most entertained person in the world. It's the best show. It's like, it was just such a gem of a show because it wasn't curated at all. They literally went into this restaurant that was owned by Lisa Vanderpump and interviewed people that work at the restaurant, figured out who was friends, who was dating who, and just started recording and made a show out of it. So it's not this like, you know, when they start a Housewives franchise, like a couple of them might know each other. They run in the same circles, but they kind of fabricate the relationship amongst the group and like, let's go on a trip. And, you know, Um, this is actually these people's lives and they were already friends and dating and a group before they started filming And also they were nobody. They had no money. They were just living in these like shitty apartments in West Hollywood trying to be like actors and working 
bartending, and it was just their real lives. Now, obviously, since the first season, a lot of them have careers and stuff outside of the show, but you have to see the progression. Like, it's so interesting, so much drama, so much, like, it's just wild. So anyways, what happened recently is one of the OG guys on the show, Tom Sandoval, in the early seasons, he was dating Kristen. Kristen cheated on him. And then there was rumors, although they say they started dating after Kristen and Tom had already broken up, that Tom was cheating on Kristen with Ariana. And so Kristen and Tom broke up. And then since then, this was like season one or two, I think. Since then, Tom and Ariana have been like ride or die. Like the couple never, there was no like drama between them. They just seemed very like happy and together. So on Friday, this past Friday, I'm like, I open up Instagram and I see this post from James Kennedy and it was like a screenshot from a TMZ article that was like Tom Sandoval, Raquel Levis, who is a new character to the show in the last couple years because she started dating a guy that was on the show, James Kennedy. They were engaged last season and at the reunion, it ended up that they broke off their engagement So now she is a character on the show or like a cast member and works out of Lisa Vanderpump's restaurant. And the funny thing about Raquel is that she was a fan of the show before she started dating James Kennedy, which is interesting. And she's like a little mouse. Like she's not dramatic. She's not a partier. She's not, she's very like shy and withdrawn. Anyways, that post from TMZ was that Tom Sandoval and her had been having an affair for like seven months and Ariana left Tom. Wild. Like the whole Bravo universe has just been shook. Like it's wild. Nobody, I still can't wrap my brain around it. But anyways, he had initially put out a statement that was like, please, like, don't take this out on the restaurants because obviously people are like, you're a scumbag loser. And he put out this big statement because now people are writing negative comments about his restaurants. You'll remember I was just in LA November and we went to Schwartz and Sandy's. That was his new restaurant that he opened up with Tom Schwartz. They also have a restaurant, Tom Tom, which they opened up with Lisa Vanderpump. Anyways, it's the whole thing. He was like, don't take this out on the restaurants. Like lots of people's livelihoods rely on the restaurants doing well. And, you know, you're not just hurting me. You're hurting like all these people who are trying to make a living and so on and so forth. And everybody was kind of like, that's what you're worried about right now. Like no apology to Ariana, no like acknowledgement of what he did or how crazy this all is. It was just like, please don't come for my restaurants. And so I guess he caught wind that everybody had those thoughts because just today I saw he posted a big apology thing to Ariana. But anyways, it's just so wild. 
there is a big age difference between Raquel and Tom Sandoval. Not that I think that matters, but it is interesting to note that she was a fan before even getting involved in this group. So does that play a part in all of this? She's like, ooh, Sandoval is like an OG. He, you know, is co-owner of TomTom and Schwartz and Sandys. And it's a way for her to be relevant amongst the cast members because once her um, engagement ended with James Kennedy, like, was she worried that she would eventually just like die off on the show? It's so bizarre. So bizarre. Everybody's saying like, oh, they're saying that they're in love and they're going to stay together and it's wild. And then part of me is like, apparently Ariana and Tom were really rocky for a long time. So was this just a way to, because the ratings of the show had gone down quite a bit, was this a way to gain more attention? Were they all like, like, I wouldn't put it past them to be like, hmm, Ariana and Tom want to break up. Like, Tom and Raquel are interested in each other. Like, how can we really make this a huge thing that will, like, breathe new air into the show? Which it has done big time. It's almost like the show is restarting over. Like, what is going to happen? And it's wild because apparently once TMZ broke that story production started up again. So they've been filming since that came out, which is so wild to think like you have this massive, assuming it's not planned, which it's probably not. I'm just like, you know, thinking my own thoughts. But this huge life event happens. It's super embarrassing. Like you've been cheated on. Your partner has been having an affair with your, they were also like really good friends, Ariana and Raquel, by the way, which is also wild. And all of a sudden cameras are in your face because they want to capture like everything that's going to go down now. That's wild to think about. And the most incredible part of all of this is that in two weeks time is when they record the reunion. This is like the Super Bowl of reality TV. Like when that reunion is on, nobody talked to me. I'm turning off my phone. I am glued to the television. It's going to be insanity. I hope they... I hope it's like a three-hour special. Moving on. I hope my battery doesn't die on my recorder. Um, So yes, yesterday I turned 38, which is wild. Should I start planning a 40th birthday party? What do people do for their 40th birthday parties? I don't just want to have a party. I want to go somewhere. I like traveling and experiencing things. So I got to talk to my husband because his birthday is two weeks after mine. So he's always... Like, oh, how does it feel to be the older woman for two weeks while I'm a year older than him? Which is really just two weeks, but you know what I mean. How does it feel to be the older woman for two weeks out of the year? It's like, oh my God, be quiet. So he will turn 40 two weeks after me. So we should plan some like big thing for our 40th birthdays. Maybe we'll go to one of those sought after places. What's it called? Bora Bora? or Fiji, you know? I've never really considered going to one of those places because it takes so long to get there. Um, But maybe we can do it for our 40th birthdays. I better start saving now. Make a little, a bank account. 40th birthday funds. So yeah, sugar bugs. Let's talk about sugar bugs. My initial thought 
about sugar bugs and I'll tell you how they came about was like, oh, I don't know if I like this. So what happened was I brought Milo to the dentist and when they were looking at his teeth, like they were just making funny comments about like, oh, you know, you got to clean off the sugar bugs. Like we got to look to see if there's any sugar bugs in there. And I was like, oh my God, Milo's legit gonna think that there's bugs in his mouth. This is creepy. Um, But it never turned into a creepy thing. He actually really grasped onto that idea that there's little sugar bugs on his teeth and that he has to get them out. So the whole thing now is when it's time for him to brush his teeth, he'll be like, mom, look in my mouth. Tell me when I get one. And he'll be like scrubbing, scrubbing. Tell me when I get one, mom. And so I'm like, oh, you got one. Oh, I see them. Oh, they're trying to get away. Like, and then he'll be like, here, mom, you, you brush and tell me every time you get one. And I'm like, is this okay is this like am I damaging (laughs) his mental well-being by pretending there's sugar bugs in his mouth but I mean I guess it's something he'll just grow out of and eventually it's not going to be a thing but for right now I'm like oh yeah sugar bugs because it works so well and he's not even freaked out by it he's just like are they running are they trying to get away (laughs) I'm like yes they're trying to get away we better get them So yeah, I wanted to tell you guys that because if anybody else wants to use the whole sugar bug thing, by all means, um, if it damages your child, then don't come at me. Don't sue me. This is not, consult your, your healthcare practitioners is what I'll say to save myself. Anyways, we obviously went on a lovely family trip not too long ago. And we recently booked another family trip for June because my cu- my husband's cousin lives in Switzerland and they've always wanted us, well, not always, they just moved there a few years ago, but they always want us to go visit. And I, just by the sounds of it, they live in Lucerne, which is a smaller city on the water. Like it's really, really, it looks picturesque when they talk about it, they're like, yeah, over like in the winter, they have horse carriage rides. You can like ride a horse and then they take you to the park and you do like fondue. And I'm like, what is this? A fairy tale? So we finally booked a trip to go in June for eight days. Some of my husband's family from South Africa, which is where he's from, will also be visiting Switzerland at the same time, as well as my husband's parents. So it'll be like a big family fun trip. And I found a really beautiful hotel for us to stay at. It's like on the water. So yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. And one sec. This episode is brought to you by Little Spoon. If you're like me, then the bane of your existence is thinking about what to feed your children, prepping food, going to the grocery store, all of the above. Who has the time? We are all so busy and it's important to incorporate things into our life that keep our life as simple and convenient as possible. Little Spoon is one way to do just that. They deliver fresh, healthy meals and snacks straight to your door that your kid will love at every eating stage they are in. 
The baby blends are fresh, organic baby food from single ingredients to multi-textured purees to take the stress out of starting solids. They partner with Clean Label Project to test their blends for 400 plus contaminants, including heavy metals. So you know you're getting good stuff. The Biteables are finger food meals that are cut to size to promote easy self-feeding and they are healthy, balanced, and free of artificial junk. The Little Spoon Plates are toddler and big kid meals that are free of junk and they taste amazing. Even the pickiest eaters will love them. Think hidden veggie mac and cheese, chicken nuggets, and adventurous eats like potstickers, gnocchi, and more. They also offer really fun things like puffs, they have smoothies, lunchers, and snacks. You quite literally never have to think about food again. It's just easy peasy. And did I mention this all comes right to your door? It is so flexible, so easy, and everything stores right in the fridge and freezer. The price is right. The quality is unmatched. You are going to love it and your kids are going to love it. It is just a huge win for your family. Simplify your kids' mealtime with 30% off your first order. Go to littlespoon.com slash momroom and enter our code momroom at checkout to get 30% off your first Little Spoon order. My husband and I both turn the big four zero next year, and we have been thinking a lot about our long-term health. We want to get smarter about our health, make better choices, but also not feel overwhelmed trying to separate fact from fiction. There is so much information out there and it can be hard to figure out what applies to you, what is right, and what is wrong. Well, let me introduce you to the Zoe Science and Nutrition Podcast. With the help of world-leading scientists, they help you make smarter health choices every week. Don't just take my word for it. Naomi's Apple Review says, Zoe Science and Nutrition is super easy to consume even if you don't understand the science. With loads of actionable tips, a great mix of guests, and interesting cutting-edge science. You can't go wrong with a weekly podcast where world-leading scientists explain how their own research could improve your health. If you're ready to join millions of others like Naomi transforming their health, then search for Zoe Science and Nutrition wherever you listen to podcasts. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode of The Mom Room and providing me with samples. You know how a lot of people can't leave the house without a water bottle? It's like their emotional support water bottle. I am the exact same way with facial tissues. And that is because I have such bad allergies, specifically in my sinuses, to the point where I know I'm going to have to blow my nose multiple times in a day, and I cannot be out in public without my emotional support facial tissues. Luckily, for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so that you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Now I know if I have a big event, maybe I'm going to a concert, going out for dinner, I don't want to be blowing my nose every two seconds. It's very unbecoming. And so I will take Claritin D and enjoy my evening. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin Clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter or ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin Clear. Use as directed. I, my whole thing was like, 
I want to fly as comfortable as possible because the flights are in the evening. So we would leave Toronto at like 8 p.m. I can't sleep on planes. And then we're also going to be jet lagged on the other side. So I was like, please, like, is there any way we can fly business, which is wildly expensive if you go because we were looking to fly with Air Canada and for the three of us to fly business so that you can like lay down overnight to sleep. My husband can sleep anywhere. My husband could sleep like on the floor right here while I'm podcasting. No problem. Um, Milo could probably sleep anywhere as well. But the thing is, if we were in like economy seats, Milo would be laying across us. I'd be all uncomfortable. The plane is pitch black. Everybody else is sleeping. And I'm like sitting there trying not to move or wake up Milo. Probably have to pee every two seconds. You know what I mean? I just hate like that's like my nightmare. And my husband would be sound asleep no matter what. So I was like, is there any way we can fly business? Like I'll start saving now. Um, And we looked at Air Canada and for three of us to fly business direct from Toronto to Zurich, which is the closest airport to Lucerne, was like 20 some thousand dollars. I was like, are you kidding me right now? So then my husband was looking, I was thinking like, okay, we're not flying business or like in the seats where you can lay down. And my husband found a flight that is with a different airline. It's like a German airline to go direct from Toronto to Germany, which is the bulk of the flight. It's like eight hours or something. And then from Germany, you just have a 45 minute flight to Zurich. So we chose to do that. So at least we can sleep and be super comfortable for the long stretch of the flight. And then we just have like a short flight after that. So that was like still wildly expensive. It was crazy because this was like 10,000 for business, which I know you guys are probably like, you guys are psychotic. And I agree, but it's that or I don't travel because... I would be a miserable human on that flight. And also I'm terrified of Milo being super jet lagged and not able to sleep. And it's it's a whole thing. I'm very high maintenance traveler. I don't know if you guys know this about me yet, but I'm extremely high maintenance. Like I will plan ahead to have the best possible travel experience for everything. Like hotels, I'm so like I want to be comfortable at all times. So yeah, I'm excited about that. What was I going to say? Oh yeah, even just premium economy for the Air Canada direct flight was like over 3,000 each. So it would have come up to like the same amount as us doing the other route or other airline in business. And premium economy is just you have a little bit more leg room. So that was wild, the price differences. Like, thank God for my husband who found this other flight option. Um, Okay, so lastly, I will fill you guys in on what has been going on with Muffin. It is much worse than we thought. So a while back, probably like a year ago, 
every once in a while, Muffin would have these like hacking fits. And we just assumed he had a tickle in his throat or because him and Bubbles shed a lot, they're Pomeranians, like he's got hair in his throat because that's what it sounded like was like when a cat has a hairball. So we never really thought anything of it. We mentioned it to the vet. It wasn't like a big deal. But then it slowly over time has just gotten more and more uh, like it happens more often and it sounds worse. So over the last like two, three weeks, it's been pretty bad and we brought him to the vet and the vet like touched his trachea here and Muffin just started doing that noise like over and over and so the vet was like he definitely has the collapsing trachea issue which is very common in Pomeranians and so I started to research that and there were medications that you can take that kind of like lessen the irritation of the throat and is acts as a cough suppressant basically he also mentioned there was a medication that can that has anesthetic in it that can um, numb the throat so he doesn't feel like there's all that irritation that he has to keep hacking so we were like okay trying some of the medication but to be honest like it would help a little bit and it was also hard to tell if it was the medication helping or if it was because we gave him his medicine with his dinner and then he has a little bit of dinner and then it's nighttime. So he's settled and like sleeping on the couch and he's not all riled up. So even with that medication, I was like, I don't see this being something that will help him for a long time because even with the medication, I'm not comfortable with him living like this. Like, He's also got cataracts in both eyes, so he can barely see. I notice now, like, if I call his name or I'm trying to give him food, like, he's not, like, he doesn't know where people are. I can say, like, muffin, and he'll, like, look in the direction, but he's not looking at me like he used to. He has diabetes, which he's had since I was pregnant with Milo, which is really hard to manage in dogs. And it's, you know, it wreaks havoc on their mouth, like his teeth, even though we've gotten them professionally professionally cleaned not too long ago. His teeth are just like not good. Anyways, and then the vet, he's got really bad arthritis in his knees. Um, and the vet checked to listen to his heart and his lungs and he was suspicious that there was something going on on one side of his chest but he wasn't sure if it was like fluid or in his lungs or what was going on so I went to the vet on Friday last Friday I brought him in and they were like we would like him to come back on Monday to do a bunch of tests like x-rays and blood work and urine and all that stuff so I booked that appointment and then Saturday night my husband came into my room at one in the morning and was like I have to take Muffin to the emergency vet like he's hacking 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 nonstop, and not he's not able to sleep and he was worried about him so he brought him to the 
the hospital that's open 24-7 for animals. And they basically confirmed that it was, he had the trachea thing going on and gave him a cough suppressant. So that was a little bit better. And then, of course, I had my public speaking thing on Sunday. And after my husband brought Muffin to the vet Saturday night, like I didn't sleep all night. I was just crying in my bed because I just had a feeling like... The moment my husband was like, I have to take Muffin to the emergency vet, in my mind, I was like, something is wrong. Like, this is not normal. And I just knew, like, I was worried that night that I would never see Muffin again. Like, I assumed my husband was going to take him to the emergency vet and they were going to say that they had to put him down. And so that's what I was preparing myself for to happen. Then I had a raging sore stomach the next morning. Like it was freaking nuts. I hadn't slept all night and I just showered, got ready and went and did my thing. And I'm happy that I did because like it made me feel a lot better and I would have been really upset if I missed it. But anyways, um, obviously they didn't have to put him down on Saturday night, but on Monday I brought him back to the vet to get all those tests, the x-rays, um, I gave them a urine sample, they took blood, and then my husband went and picked him up because I had to drop him off, come back home, um, and then my husband picked him up after work on Monday, and the vet knows that my husband's a physician, so he was showing him the x-rays because there was a big mass in Muffin's chest, and the vet was like, we have to send it to radiology to confirm whether it's cancerous or not or whatever, but my husband knew because he looks at x-rays all day. He knew and when he came back home, I was finishing up work stuff in my office and I didn't even clue in and my husband came over to me and he was like, what are you doing? And I was like, I'm doing work, like what? And then he like broke down and started telling me what he saw on the x-ray. Um... So we knew that that wasn't good and we were still waiting for the radiologist to confirm everything, but we kind of knew already. There was also some other things that the vet found that made him suspect that he had other things going on. There was like fluid around his heart and all kinds of stuff. So the next day was my birthday And I had booked to go to the spa with Kathy and I was like, I'm going to do that. Like I need to do that so much. Just not even look at my phone, be outside. Um, And so we did that. I was, and then while we were checking into the spa, literally I like gave the woman my credit card and like we were getting things sorted. My phone rings and it was the vet. And we weren't expecting to get the radiology stuff for uh, like two or three days, but the vet like talked to me for probably five, 10 minutes and just explained everything that they found and that it was like a really cancerous tumor in his chest. And he was like, you know, I can put you in touch with the specialists that do cancers for animals, but at the end of the day, you should also consider his quality of life and that regardless of what you guys choose to do 
like the outcome is going to be the same. So that's really difficult because then my husband and I had to have a conversation and decide what we were going to do. And it's just really weird to live in a house with a dog that you've lived with for so long and like to just know that these are your last days with him. It's really weird. And so my in-laws are coming on Saturday and they're staying for March break. And I was like, my husband was like, maybe we should do it on Sunday because they'll be here, you know, so we can like take our time to go. (laughs) Anyways, and so I've been taking little videos of him and I want to make like a video of his life and I think we'll take him to McDonald's before we go to the vet so that he can eat something really delicious since he's been on his stupid diabetes diet for so long. And he had a piece of my, a little piece of my birthday cake yesterday. And so anyways, that's what's going on. And not only are we obviously super emotional and stressed about that, but it's also the trying to explain it to Milo and... I know Tanya, my friend, Dr. Kotler, she's going to give me some resources for how to talk to Milo about it. And I, I ordered some books, which I'll share with you guys from Amazon. And yeah, so that's just what's been going on. And it's really weird. It's like really strange and I told my husband like I don't even know if I can go to the vet to like have to put him down and my husband said that he would go by himself but like then I feel bad if I don't go anyways okay I'm gonna end this here because obviously I'm emotional. I'm going to go get Muffin and sit on the couch and watch Vanderpump stuff. (laughs) Speak of the devil, Tanya just texted me with resources. So, anywho, that's that. Sorry for being a sad podcast. I hope you're not crying. (laughs) All right. Thanks so much for listening. And um, hopefully next week we're a little more uplifting, but maybe not. So sorry about that. Bye.